Chapters one to six of Tristram Shandy, Volume four. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Martin Geeson. The life and opinions of Tristram Shandy gentlemen volume four last volume by laurence stern chapter one now i hate to hear a person especially if he be a traveller complain that we do not get on so fast in france as we do in england whereas we get on much faster consideratis considerandis thereby always meaning that if you weigh their vehicles with the mountains of baggage which you lay both before and behind upon them and then consider their puny horses with the very little they give them tis a wonder they get on at all their suffering is most unchristian and tis evident thereupon to me that a french post-horse would not know what in the world to do was it not for the two words and in which there is as much sustenance as if you give him a peck of corn now as these words cost nothing i long from my soul to tell the reader what they are but here is the question they must be told him plainly and with the most distinct articulation or it will answer no end and yet to do it in that plain way though their reverences may laugh at it in the bedchamber full well i wot they will abuse it in the parlour for which cause i have been volving and revolving in my fancy some time but to no purpose by what clean device or facet contrivance i might so modulate them that whilst i satisfy that ear which the reader chooses to lend me i might not dissatisfy the other which he keeps to himself my ink burns my finger to try and when i have twill have a worse consequence it will burn i fear my paper no i dare not but if you wish to know how the abbess of andouillet and a novice of her convent got over the difficulty only first wishing myself all imaginable success i'll tell you without the least scruple chapter two the abbess of andouillet 
if you look into the large set of provincial maps now publishing at paris you will find situated amongst the hills which divide burgundy from savoy being in danger of an ankylosis or stiff joint the synovia of her knee becoming hard by long matins and having tried every remedy first prayers and thanksgiving then invocations to all the saints in heaven promiscuously then particularly to every saint who had ever had a stiff leg before her then touching it with all the relics of the convent principally with the thigh-bone of the man of lystra who had been impotent from his youth then wrapping it up in her veil when she went to bed then crosswise her rosary then bringing into her aid the secular arm and anointing it with oils and hot fat of animals then treating it with emollient and resolving fomentations then with poultices of marshmallows mallows bonus enricus white lilies and fenugreek then taking the woods i mean the smoke of em holding her scapulary across her lap then decoctions of wild chicory water-cresses chervil sweet sicily and cochlearia and nothing all this while answering was prevailed on at last to try the hot baths of bourbon so having first obtained leave of the visitor-general to take care of her existence she ordered all to be got ready for her journey a novice of the convent of about seventeen who had been troubled with a whitlow in her middle finger by sticking it constantly into the abbesses cast poultices etc had gained such an interest that overlooking a sciatical old nun who might have been set up for ever by the hot baths of bourbon margarita the little novice was elected as the companion of the journey an old caleche belonging to the abbess lined with green frieze was ordered to be drawn out into the sun the gardener of the convent being chosen muleteer led out the two old mules to clip the hair from the rump ends of their tails whilst a couple of lay sisters were busied the one in darning the lining and the other in sewing on the shreds of yellow binding which the teeth of time had unravelled the under-gardener dressed the muleteer's hat in hot wine-lees, 
and a tailor sat musically at it in a shed over against the convent in assorting four dozen of bells for the harness whistling to each bell as he tied it on with a thong the carpenter and the smith of andouillers held a council of wheels and by seven the morning after all looked spruce and was ready at the gate of the convent for the hot baths of bourbon two rows of the unfortunate stood ready there an hour before the abbess of andouillet supported by margarita the novice advanced slowly to the caleche both clad in white with their black rosaries hanging at their breasts there was a simple solemnity in the contrast they entered the caleche the nuns in the same uniform sweet emblem of innocence each occupied a window and as the abbess and margarita looked up each the sciatical poor nun excepted each streamed out the end of her veil in the air then kissed the lily hand which let it go the good abbess and margarita laid their hands saintwise upon their breasts looked up to heaven then to them and looked god bless you dear sisters i declare i am interested in this story and wish i had been there the gardener whom i shall now call the muleteer was a little hearty broad-set good-natured chattering toping kind of a fellow who troubled his head very little with the hows and whens of life so had mortgaged a month of his conventicle wages in a barraccio or leathern cask of wine which he had disposed behind the caleche with a large russet-coloured riding-coat over it to guard it from the sun and as the weather was hot and he not a niggard of his labours walking ten times more than he rode he found more occasions than those of nature to fall back to the rear of his carriage till by frequent coming and going it had so happened that all his wine had leaked out at the legal vent of the borracchio before one half of the journey was finished man is a creature born to habitudes the day had been sultry the evening was delicious the wine was generous the burgundian hill on which it grew was steep a little tempting bush over the door of a cool cottage at the foot of it 
hung vibrating in full harmony with the passions a gentle air rustled distinctly through the leaves come come thirsty muleteer come in the muleteer was a son of adam i need not say a word more he gave the mules each of them a sound lash and looking in the abbesses and margaritas faces as he did it as much as to say here i am he gave a second good crack as much as to say to his mules get on so slinking behind he entered the little inn at the foot of the hill the muleteer as i told you was a little joyous chirping fellow who thought not of to-morrow nor of what had gone before or what was to follow it provided he got but his scantling of burgundy and a little chit-chat along with it so entering into a long conversation as how he was chief gardener to the convent of andouillet etc etc and out of friendship for the abbess and mademoiselle margarita who was only in her novitiate he had come along with them from the confines of savoy etc etc and as how she had got a white swelling by her devotions and what a nation of herbs he had procured to mollify her humours etc etc and that if the waters of bourbon did not mend that leg she might as well be lame of both etc 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 he so contrived his story as absolutely to forget the heroine of it and with her the little novice and what was a more ticklish point to be forgot than both the two mules who being creatures that take advantage of the world inasmuch as their parents took it of them and they not being in a condition to return the obligation downwards as men and women and beasts are they do it sideways and longways and backways and uphill and downhill and which way they can philosophers with all their ethics have never considered this rightly how should the poor muleteer then in his cups consider it at all he did not in the least tis time we do let us leave him then in the vortex of his element the happiest and most thoughtless of mortal men and for a moment let us look after the mules the abbess and margarita by virtue of the muleteer's two last strokes the mules had gone quietly on 
following their own consciences up the hill till they had conquered about one half of it when the elder of them a shrewd crafty old devil at the turn of an angle giving a side glance and no muleteer behind them by my fig said she swearing i'll go no farther and if i do replied the other they shall make a drum of my hide and so with one consent they stopped thus chapter three get on with you said the abbess whoosh, 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 cried margarita shua, 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 shuad the abbess Hoof, whoof, hooved margarita pursing up her sweet lips betwixt a hoot and a whistle thump 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 obstreperated the abbess of andouillet with the end of her gold-headed cane against the bottom of the caleche the old mule let a <coughs> chapter four we are ruined and undone my child said the abbess to margarita we shall be here all night we shall be plundered we shall be ravished we shall be ravished said margarita as sure as a gun sancta maria cried the abbess forgetting the oh why was i governed by this wicked stiff joint why did i leave the convent of andouillet and why didst thou not suffer thy servant to go unpolluted to her tomb oh my finger my finger cried the novice catching fire at the word servant why was i not content to put it here or there anywhere rather than be in this strait strait said the abbess strait said the novice for terror had struck their understandings the one knew not what she said the other what she answered oh my virginity virginity cried the abbess inity inity said the novice sobbing <gasps> chapter five my dear mother quoth the novice coming a little to herself there are two certain words which i have been told will force any horse or ass or mule to go up a hill whether he will or no be he never so obstinate or ill-willed the moment he hears them uttered he obeys they are words magic cried the abbess in the utmost horror 
no replied margarita calmly but they are words sinful what are they quoth the abbess interrupting her they are sinful in the first degree answered margarita they are mortal and if we are ravished and die unabsolved of them we shall both but you may pronounce them to me quoth the abbess of andouillet they cannot my dear mother said the novice be pronounced at all they will make all the blood in one's body fly up into one's face but you may whisper them in my ear quoth the abbess heaven hadst thou no guardian angel to delegate to the inn at the bottom of the hill was there no generous and friendly spirit unemployed no agent in nature by some monitory shivering creeping along the artery which led to his heart to rouse the muleteer from his banquet no sweet minstrelsy to bring back the fair idea of the abbess and margarita with their black rosaries rouse rouse but it is too late the horrid words are pronounced this moment and how to tell them ye who can speak of everything existing with unpolluted lips instruct me guide me chapter six all sins whatever quoth the abbess turning casuist in the distress they were under are held by the confessor of our convent to be either mortal or venial there is no further division now a venial sin being the slightest and least of all sins being halved by taking either only the half of it and leaving the rest or by taking it all and amicably halving it betwixt yourself and another person in course becomes diluted into no sin at all now i see no sin in saying boo 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 a hundred times together nor is there any turpitude in pronouncing the syllable gar 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 wear it from our matins to our vespers therefore my dear daughter continued the abbess of andouillet i will say boo and thou shalt say gar and then alternately as there is no more sin in fou than in boo thou shalt say fou and i will come in like fa sol la re mi ut at our complins with duh and accordingly the abbess giving the pitch note 
set off thus the two mules acknowledged the notes by a mutual lash of their tails but it went no further twill answer by and by said the novice quicker still cried margarita quicker still cried margarita quicker still god preserve me said the abbess they do not understand us cried margarita but the devil does said the abbess of End of chapter six recording by martin geeson in hazelmere surrey